Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. In this project, we study one chapter of Tanakh per podcast. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. I'm honored to be studying the very challenging book of Eov. As mentioned in the last podcast, we studied the third chapter. Now we will begin the round of dialogue sections between Eov's three friends and Eov. Eov opened up the dialogue by cursing the day he was born and the night that he was conceived in poetic but very anguished terms. And now we begin the comeback. Vayan Eliphaz HaTemani Vayomar. So Eliphaz, the first of the friends, the first speaker, responds to Eov. Hanisan davar Which seems to mean, if someone would attempt to speak to you, would you fall apart? Could somebody really stop their speaking? You yourself gave musar, gave ethical teaching to many, and you strengthened weak hands. You were the source of support, inspiration for others, and now you're falling apart. Your words, milacha, would support and hold up someone who was falling. And knees that were bending, you would strengthen. And now it's come to you, and you fall apart. It touches you, and you're shattered, you're shaken. Your fear was your stronghold. Your hope and the purity of your ways. These were your stronghold. What's happened? And then he turned. That's the opening piece in which he gives Musar to Eov, uh, lambes some sort of, for falling apart so easily, as it were, at his, uh, at his difficulties. And then begins the philosophic piece. Zuchor na mihu Remember now, who is it who is innocent and dies? And his argument has two pieces to it. The innocent do not suffer, and the wicked do suffer. And the conclusion of that is that, Eov, indeed, you must have sinned. Where do you see that the straight, the ethical ones, have, have been hurt? I see people who, <coughs> literally, who plow evil, meaning who plot evil. And people who plant wickedness end up reaping it. They reap what they plant. In other words, they suffer. They are lost from the Spirit of God. And there's two different ways to read this, both probably intended. One is that they lose their spirit, but the other is they are destroyed by God's Spirit, God's wind. And from the, the spirit or the, the wind of his nose, they are destroyed. And this may be hinting to the story we had in Perak Aleph about the great wind that came and destroyed uh, Eov's houses, etc. And now we turn to a different image. Sha'agat aryeh v'kol shachal, the roaring of a lion and the sound of a lion, v'shinech firimnitau, and nonetheless the teeth of the lionesses are ripped out, are uprooted. In other words, they make a lot of sound, 
but they are uprooted. Now, the first wicked people that we spoke about, people who who wove wicked plans deviously, plowing evil. Here we have just brutal, violent people, and they also lose their teeth. Layish Tarif, the lioness is lost without any prey. Uvne lavi paradu, paradu is like be lost. Again, the lions and all these images of lions is five different words in Hebrew for lion. They're all used here, and and that's that's his statement. So uh, Eliphaz begins by giving. Uh, uh, a uh, lambasting, a uh, critique to Eo for his falling apart, and then makes an essential philosophic statement, which is that only the wicked suffer, and therefore you must be wicked. And he talks about the wicked who act deviously and the wicked, the wicked who act brutally and frontally. And then we go into a new scene. A word came to me sneakingly. And my ears took a little piece of it. He's describing a vision. In my thoughts, in visions at night. As people are taken by deep sleep. It's late at night. And he's describing a vision. Pachad kra'ani uranda. Fear called to me, and trembling. My bones were shaking, were frightened. And a spirit came in front of me. to The hair on my skin was was uh, standing up like nails. He stood there, whatever it was, but I did not recognize him. Even though his image was in front of me, I did not recognize him. This is an angel, a spirit who's speaking to him. And this line is full of opposites. There's an image, I don't see it. There's silence, but I hear a voice, which of course evokes Malachim Aleph Yutet, called Mama Daka, the still small voice. And what did the voice say? Can man be justified in front of God? There's two ways to read this. Can he be purified in front of his creator? The other way, more uh, brazen, is can a man become more just than God? The mem being a comparative mem. And can a man become pure, more pure than his maker? Of course, it's impossible. And the notion here is that God has acted in a particular way, and you're trying to justify yourself over God and say God was wrong. God can't even trust his own servants, meaning his angels. He ascribes degrading um, uh, descriptions to his own angels. So certainly those who live in houses of mud, which is, works two ways, both human beings who live on the earth and also people whose spirits are in their body, which is made up of dirt from the earth, as we read in Breshit Bet. And again, this goes both on the physical houses and on the body, that the foundation is in dirt. They fall in front of a moth. They are they are big people, and they they are they are <coughs> subjugated by a little a little moth. 
Miboker la erev yukatu. And it's like many of the lines here, this is a double entendre. Miboker la erev yukatu, which could be read, and the simple pshat is, that from morning to even the evening they're destroyed, meaning they wake up in the morning and they feel fine, and by that evening they could be dead. Without even planning anything, they're gone forever. They don't have a chance to know when they're going to die and to plan for it. The other way to say it is, meaning that from morning to evening they're hurt. They're always in affliction. And they don't have a chance to plan their ways out, and then they're gone. The first way is, pshat. If they're metar, if they're Ropes, and now the image has gone from a house to a tent. If the rope is lifted up, yamutu they die without having had a chance to acquire wisdom, which, from the perspective of this book and other books in Tanakh, is what it's all about. And so here you have people who don't, who could die before they have a chance to accomplish anything, who could die without having any idea it's coming and to plan it. They are less trustworthy than the angels, and the angels themselves aren't trustworthy as far as God is concerned. And you expect, Eov, a man in a house of clay and a house of, of dirt to be able to stand up to God and become justified in front of him and pure, and declared pure in front of him, that you're demanding justice. And this will continue in Parakeh with the second part of Eliphaz's first ma'aneh. We'll pick it up then. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.